Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say my name, say my name. When no one is around you, say, Javis, I love you. <laughs> what up, Judah? <laughs> or should I say, yo? <laughs> this show's Javis like Davis with a J and you on the Michael motherfucking slice. What up, guys? Uh, <laughs> oh, man, bro. Oh. Uh, Sunday was, uh, I don't know. Sunday was, Sunday was a Sunday. You know, the funny thing about Roadside on weekends is very random. Extremely random. Like, you don't know when it's going to be extremely busy or it's going to be extremely slow, you know. I do notice, though, during football season, it is slower, you know, on the weekend. And I, did, I do recognize that because it seemed like, especially Super Bowl Sunday, nigga, it was, it was one of the slowest Sundays ever, you know, ever. But um, once football season ended, man, you know, these Sundays be crazy. It is funny. And I, it makes sense, but it don't make sense. Like, because... Most people call in usually to get a different battery, you know, to get a battery replacement, which is usually, you know, funny for me because I'm like, you picking the worst, the most, the worst day of all days, I said, to have availability to get batteries, you know, uh, it just, uh, it, you know, it, it seems funny to me. I'll be like, uh, and then what would be, be happening on Sundays that'd be funny to me, people would be calling in, it ain't just Sundays, but this happens a lot on Sunday, this is what kept happening to me. You know, you got a lot of people that call in, you know, um, you know, for emergency roadside assistance, right? You know, you think they really need some help right now, you know, and you'd be on the phone with them. You ask, you ask some questions, like try to pull up their account or something. And really this call could be two to three minutes. Like this, this, you know, uh, everything you else, you need help right now. So everything you else have, you have going on on the side need to be put on pause, you know, or you could just, you need to just call back. No, what they do is they'll get on the phone with you. You ask them a question. You're like, I'm glad to hear you're safe. You're like, how am I going to help you again? Oh, hold on. Can you hold, please? I'm like, hold. <laughs> you know, you try to be cheap them a hold. And some people, I've, I've sat there and I've waited, you know, you know, two, two to three minutes just to see, you know, if they'll click back over. I'm like, okay, look, you ain't considerate fuck. Like, uh, <laughs> you got, like, you got a lot of people that probably really need help right now. I said for you to just be calling in to ask somebody that on emergency line to be on hold. It's like call nine nine one one and be like, oh yeah, uh, oh man, it's like somebody calling in, be like, oh my gosh, yeah, somebody been shot. You're right. Okay, so where are you located, ma'am? Um, yeah, hold on, hold on one moment. 
And then you just place them on hold. They just sitting there for two, three. <laughs> you like, Jason, something could have happened. Nah, bro. Some people just ain't considerate. They're like, I'm sorry. You know, it ain't as serious as that. You know, not one thing. You know, um, I've had it happen, you know, a few times. You know, I would, I would care as much as I, I, I used to care. But once again, it probably was the same thing, like, back then. You know, when they used to try to talk about our stats with us, like, but I just felt like it was impossible. I didn't I didn't care because we did R V. You know, after a while it just it became like ridiculous on the stats of what you look at like what you looking for. Like it just don't be the cost of the stats don't be realistic to me. Like it just it's it's just like it's, I hate to say it, you know, of course our favorite word, you know, the N word, narcissism. You know, it's ran off narcissism. It just it's it's made off some a uh, goal you would never really meet, and you only can meet it at certain times. But in real reality, dude, like I've just been caught on on call. Like I'm only thinking about like me being good at my job and people that's not as good as I am or as quick on their feet. Because sometimes I slip up and have my moments too. You know, um, you know, everybody's not you know, you know, not perfect. You know, I have my moments. You know. Uh, Sunday was tripping me out because I actually was getting what I used to get with RV. Like, I kept getting a lot of people that just, um, I was struggling to find an address. I had a Spanish lady, you know, basically, and, um, it wasn't necessarily that she was just, it, it was so bad with the accent, per se. You know, it was, um, she kept giving me a street that didn't connect with the interstate. You know, uh, I don't know. Every trip me out with Spanish people. Well, I don't know if I want to say Mexican Spanish. Cause it's kind of hard because it's so many, it's so many different forms. Cuban, you know, Puerto Rican. It's so many different forms, man. You know, um, <laughs> you don't want to be wrong. Like you just, you know, you don't want to be wrong. It just, you know, whatever. <laughs> that was worse than trying to figure out the people that the uh, the alphabet people, the LGBT, the you know that group. You know, it's harder than trying to figure out that all of that shit. You know, that's just how confusing it is trying to figure out this many culture. You know, uh, too much, it's too much going on, it's too much going on there, it's too much dialect. You know, um, it'd be funny to me because they'd be in Cali. You know, and um. These motherfuckers never have an address. Like, like even if they're at a store, like these niggas never have an address. I'm like, God damn! Like, just get the address. I'm like, dude, just get the address. You know, uh, this should be funny, bro. They never address, and they always give you a bunch of. Sometimes they always keep giving you groceries that just do not match up, or they never know what fucking city they in. Like, I'd be like, dude, <laughs> I love you've been living in Cali. Like, God damn. You know, and Kelly's a fucking trip. That's what I say. Kelly's a trip because it's a it's a melting pot of neighborhoods. You know, next to each other. I, can say, I guess you can say that for every big city. Like I said before, you can say that for like you know the big states. But I don't know. Like DFW like that, but I think it's only like that when it comes to like Grand Perry and Irving. You know, rumor had it that I heard from uh, Uber drivers that um. Uh, I don't even know if it was an Uber driver that I heard from, but I think I want to say it was. Um, you know, it was a guy that was buying up most of the properties, basically. And um, I don't know. I guess he. I guess he bought up some. I don't know. I don't know. The way it was mixed up with the zip code, it's just weird. 
you know, one minute you, in one street you could be right there in Grand Perry, and next year you could be in Irving, you know, just like I say, it could be like, it's pretty much like that, probably Los Angeles, shit like that, but it's it's weird, but, you know, in Los Angeles, it'd be like, there'd be neighborhoods, and ours, like, Grand Perry and Irving is really like a real, like, a real city, like, you know, uh, in Los Angeles, it'd be considered all the city is Los Angeles, but it'd be broke down in different neighborhoods, if that makes sense, you know, um, you know, block by block, same thing probably for New York, you know, it's just, it's different, it's different in Texas, like, you know, um, I mean, we got neighborhoods, like, you know, you say Oak Cliff and shit like that, but it'd still be known as Dallas, you wouldn't put it in as a city, Oak Cliff, <laughs> you know what I mean, you know, uh, Oak Cliff, that's my hood, put it in his face, get this shit understood, you know, that's funny, um, you know, if certain songs, you know, this I say like, like for the like, as for the South, you know, basically, uh, once again, this is a bonus random show for you. So, ain't I don't know if I got anything like, uh, <laughs> but no, I got a spiritual show. You know, basically, you know, and, uh, I think it just, I think, I, I think the show just describes just me. I, I, you know, just like I say, like I think I have a hard time beating myself up about it because. Um, I don't always have something just, you know, um, enticingly spiritual, like juicy, you know, like, you know, somebody come and they try to get this, like, you know, amazing word or something like that. Um, you know, something like that. I only can speak of what's going on pretty much in my life and what, you know, what's on my mind pretty much at the time. Um. I don't force things. I don't. I don't force scriptures. I don't. That's that's not who I am. Like, uh, if it's there, it's there. You know, if it's, if it's not, it's, it's just not. You know. Um, but I did miss the show. I was being lazy, so I'm getting. That's why I'm giving the extra show. That's why I said this is a bonus episode. You know, basically. But um, yeah, I do. I'll be. I'll beat myself up a few times about it. You know, basically. I think it, it gives me recording block. That's what people say they give writer's block just because I'm not writing anything down. It gives me it gives me recording block because I'm thinking too hard about it. And instead of just actually just recording, you know, and the show flows better when I just record, you know, uh, you know, um, instead of trying to be deep, just be me, you know, um. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, you know, in the essence of it, you know, you know, it's it's just it's me, you know. Girls, <laughs> all of these different, all these different shows represent parts of me, you know. Basically, it was on my mind. So, back to the topic, you know. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, like, but like, it's, it's certain songs, you know, um, kind of made you excited i think that's why i think i like i like doing my show that i like i think that's interesting you know as for the south because i said just like i said we get we get credit now as for like you know hip-hop and stuff like that but um you know um at that point in time we didn't really get that much credit you know and it wasn't that long ago you know um the south just started getting really a lot of credit story towards the early 2000s like you know we only like 20 something years in like you know we're not really that far in you know basically uh celebrities that came and stole podcasts you know basically so 
you know, as for the independent consumer, you know, um, just like I say, I get it, you know, you're like, they're talking about like they, they weren't able to just make it. I, the reason I say they stole, the reason I say they stole it, like basically is because in podcasts, like these things already have platforms, you know, um, but the one thing about podcasts I can't get mad at them about is because you're able to start it, you know, basically you're not under a late, like you're not under a, a, comp, a big branch company, you don't have to sign a major contract, you really just start one. You know, honestly, and just talk like, you know, you're free to do, you know, have the show, whatever show you want, you know, basically. So I'm not, I can't get mad at that because, you know, these niggas have been on contract for so long. They're like, uh, you know, it's mostly like, Dude, fuck them, they devils, you know, and I get it. And it, you know, what's funny. I beat myself up about that sometimes. So I'll be like, if I can do soft, you know, like, yo, you're like, <laughs> look, I'll be wondering, and they're like, why get too soft on them? You know, basically, uh, I don't know. I just don't. A lot of times, I don't feel like doing the. Just like I said, just like when I'm in relationships, like I don't feel like arguing all the time. Like I don't feel like I don't feel like yelling that shit all the time. Like I said, I just I just know. And it's been like that for years to me. Like I know when I first started my podcast, I know it sounded uh, extremely angry and it sounded very energetic and powerful. And I feel the same way. Don't get me wrong. All of those are mixed emotions. You know, um, I told you, in a certain way, I can understand, I said, why they did what they did, but at the same time, I can't. The way my belief system is set up, no. You know, I can't picture myself going behind the rooms and, you know, sucking a bunch of men off and getting fucked. I said, I don't give a fuck what the price to check is, I just can't see myself doing it. You know, um, you know, just to have my name, like, you know, just to be popular, like, you know, um. Right, James. Well, how did switch out to that? Because I'm like, I just I, the the fact that people, the fact that people that don't believe that this shit happens, it, that's what really amazes me. You know, I keep laughing because they keep talking about these uh Michael B. Jordan picks, and I can't even remember the other guy's name. I don't know if he's African or not. You know, I told me I, I, I don't know. The wink, I don't know. Is that? I don't think that's his name. Which sucks because that's my older brother's name. Um, but <laughs> you know, but um, you know, but um. Yeah, they keep showing all these pictures. They be showing them in their box. Who do you think they're taking these pictures for? They're like, no, that's just advertisement, and they just sell it for the campaign. They modeling. It's 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 somebody high up that's perverted. I think modeling was all created by somebody that was just majorly just perverted. <laughs> like you ain't just fucked up. You have people that take photographers. I I do. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's not an essence in between modeling and people taking great pictures and people having beautiful skin and people having great hair. I I totally agree with that. I think I just I don't know. It's been, I don't know, dude. A lot of things. Every time, every industry is usually tainted, man. And usually when it usually when it starts out, it seemed like it's good. Like when it was free, probably when people were taking pictures and or people was doing drawings and stuff like that. Like even if you hear about all the old. You know, painters and shit like they always got the weirdest stories. Like you know, um, in a past, like you'd be like, okay, yeah, but the people always shine, shun it. You know, basically because of the name of the person. Like basically, um, but they always just had something weird behind them. Like it just, it just always something very, very weird behind it. You know. Um, I 
just back then it's weird. It was even more weird because you, you like once again you couldn't do, do film like you had to paint. So if I had to sit somewhere five hours, you they wouldn't have had they wouldn't have had no pictures of me back in the day. If I had to sit and sit in pose for five to six or seven hours and that hell no. <laughs> you don't know that. Like that's a different time. It is. It's a different time frame. I think that's why I think it was a luxury to have your your you painted or you know. Because um, I bet I bet back in the day, some of the realest people I said that were really um, you know, genuine or probably even righteous. Like you know, they probably weren't even with the rich people. That's why you might be questionable about the last separate photo. You know, basically about that. I'm questioning about it because it's just a bunch of white people. You know, in general, obviously, obviously, it already been proven that um, you know, that wasn't Yahweh being Yahweh. That was just somebody he just picked. That's it to portray the area. So I'm like, would Yahweh being Yahweh really have the time to sit there for like? Because that picture would take a while. That picture would take about a day. You know, basically, I'm talking about just sitting there painting where it's like 12 people at the table and they all in the positions that they in. You gotta think about that shit. He wouldn't have the time to do that shit. Neither, I don't think he would even care. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I just don't, I don't think he would care. You know, um, you got to think about the new time frames now. Like, you know, this generation, like, you know, it wouldn't even be no purpose, like, for him to even, um, not that now it wouldn't be no purpose. It was just, it, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't fit in today's society. But today's society is so stubborn-headed and hard-headed. Like, somebody like, you know, y'all mean y'all. You say Jesus, I say y'all mean y'all. Like walking this earth, like they wouldn't listen. You know, and if they did, you know, they'd take good words that they want to hear, and then they just go back and do the same shit again. They not, they don't listen. You know, um, and it's me included. I got I got some stubborn shit about me, obviously. Um, he had he had to make a middle ground. He had to make a middle ground. <laughs> he had to make a middle ground. You guys forgiveness because you know I, you know like we, I think we I think we're probably so far lost from our forefathers, basically from what you know because it was different. It was a more in tune thing. Like so much stuff that's blocking you, you know, spiritually from being so in tune. You know Yahweh. Like it's 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 just it's so many distractions. You know. Um, Yeah, you got some people like, Mm-mm, nah, because I'm in tune with my Lord. I'm in tune with my, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the person that probably just got off the phone gossiping with her best friend. <laughs> Talking about the girl at job. You know, uh, you know, <laughs> yelling at the kids because you didn't get your income tax shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Or here's one better, getting your income tax check after they buying a new car just to make sure everybody sees it so they can feel bad. You know, uh <laughs> you know, uh This this world this world is really really fucked up and lost. It really is, dude. It really is. Who knew though, who knew like what happened in Colorado as for the kids shooting up to school that that shit would be a trend for forever coming on from now from now. You know, that shit is a fucking trend. Like, it's like, it's it's sad. Like, you know, it's like Dave Chappelle said, like, I, like, I never thought about going and thinking about shooting everybody at school. Like, no matter how bullyish, you know, I was around, like, at forward, like, still, like, you know, 
and, and it could have been a smart, fearful thing, you know, as a chess move, but I still, once again, just like I said, I don't really like guns like that, you know, um, But you know, you you know, you know, really that the devil really got to your mind when you, because it's premeditated murder. Like, you know, um, you can't you can't go get the gun, load the gun, come to school, you know, wait for a target and shoot it. Like, like it's all all of it's premeditated. Like, it's nothing. It's nothing about it. It's just um, random. You know, it's, it's something that's leading up to this shit. Like, always. You know, um... And the sad part is that most of the person... This, this would be the thing about it. Either they're lacking some type of mental guidance or some spiritual guide. Usually, that's what I think. You're like, no, they had good parents and they... I, I don't know. I don't... I don't you know, it depends on what you define as good parents. You know, basically, um, just like I, said, I grew up spoiled. I just, I couldn't picture myself. I once again, I didn't grow up around guns. I didn't grow up around like, like major, like no drugs and nothing like that. And you know, where it was just a broken home. I, you know, I had a broken home as for my dad not being there, but not as for just like, you know, mm, you know what I mean? Like not enough, not enough tension. It wasn't. It was. It was it was a good enough home, like to where <laughs> we just wasn't doing shit like that, you know. Uh, every now and then, brother got the house, you know, some shit like that, you know. You know, my brother stole out the stove, you know, the normal kid, you know, mischievous shit, but not nothing just, you know, major. Because I be saying all this shit like with these kids, I be like, y'all do it, and that's how I used to feel when I used to be in high school. I used to be telling people that shit. I'm like, you doing too much too early. Like I be like. Uh, you were like I used. To, I used to literally say this shit in high school. I'm like, nigga, you were 15, 16 years old. So you know how much life you got. I said, imagine if you reach 80. I said, you're 16 years old. Like it's a damn shame when you see a lot of these, especially minority kids, black kids, because a lot of them that keep I, I keep sending stories on. So um, and this is between this is between Chicago, Florida, New York, Cali, you know um. Some in some in Texas, not I mean it is in Texas too, because Texas, you know, you know where their system is set up is extremely racist. But you know, um, it's not it's not as prevalent as see as I see it more in Florida and Chicago. You know, uh, with the teens, um, and it's like it's like what's the, what's the sad part about these new teens? It's like. They and I feel the reason why the reason why I think that's why I say it's so hard for you to be so in tune with Yahweh is because it's so it, it, it's so much influential shit on TV that's just not just TV. I'm not blaming just one thing. You know, uh, people get mad when people blame hip hop and shit like that, but I'm like they're part of the they're part of the problem. Like you cannot say radio. Music, I said, it's not part of the influence, influential problem. I said it with a lot of these kids. Like I'm talking, about, it's a lot of media things. I said that keeps feeding them. It's like you keep seeing McDonald's commercials and you know Wendy's commercials, and, and you keep seeing that you like, oh, that look good. It makes you want to go get it. It's subliminal programming. It's in the back of your mind. So a lot of these kids, I said, are angry and they don't know how to deal with their problems. So I said the way they deal with their problems is all based off, you know, bad influences. You know, it's just like watching the movie uh, Juice with Tupac. You know, um, little kid with not, not enough support. 
I said basically, I said it influenced. I said, but you know me, if you notice, he was looking at all the gangsters. You know, basically they were, they were shooting and doing shit like that. You know, you don't have the right, the right person around and be like, nigga, no, you know, you got you got to have the right the right support around you. You know, when you have that type of shit around you. You know, um, and I, and the thing about the kids is you, that's what I say. They always say good parents. I'm like, are, are they really good parents? You know, um, you got to get that shit early. That shit's like a pit bull. I'm serious. Like, you know, uh, you know how pit bulls get to a certain age. I said, if you didn't train them the right way, they just they just fucked off. You know, um, that's how it is with a lot of these kids. Like, I mean, if you if you don't get that shit early, like you got to get that shit early, bro. You know, most of these people's story. You know, um, represent uh, the Biggie story. Everybody, what about it? Be Tupac? I think it's a little bit different. You know, um, I think if the Black Panther Party didn't get hit so hard, maybe Pac would have been a little bit different about being in the streets. I'm talking about like ask for trying to, you know, goon it. But I, I really don't think he was trying to goon it. I just, I really think Pac was just really, you know. You know, I hate to blame signs and shit like that, but you know, every Gemini I've known always been bipolar. Um, but <laughs> every last one, I said like they all bipolar. Like that's just how they are. I mean, look at you, you bipolar. Yeah, I think every human can be bipolar in their own way. I said the way you describe it, like um, you know. But um, once again, I, I consider these things demons. That's just me. I mean, I know medically people gonna say something else and yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the scientific answer to everything. I'm talking about spiritually. I think it's different sides to people. You know, um, you know, everybody has a romantic side. Everybody has a um, uh, theological side. Everybody has like their spiritual side. Everybody like it's different forms of, of yourself. You know, um, <laughs> that's expressive. You know, um, whether it's moody, depressive state side, like everybody got different forms of how they, you know, express express themselves, you know, basically. And I don't think it was so much of that. I just think that was his his um, support system that was around him. You know, um, you think about a kid being sixteen, you know, you know, because um, he was already recording us at this time, you know, basically. So you're riding with Digital Underground, you're going on tours, so you're going to different areas. These are your influences that's around you. <laughs> you know, everybody. You know what's funny is nobody blames Biggie. I said, from coming from a good home, I said, a disgrace is his mom. I said, but everybody blames Pac. I said, for hanging around people that was that was in the hood. I said, that was his regular regular family people, like you know, um, including me. <laughs> you know, uh, this new generation is a good is a whole new evolution form of Biggie story. And the reason why I say that, like, why, do, why not NWA? Do, because Biggie came from my actual good home. Like, he didn't have to do what the shit he was doing. He just did it. <laughs> yeah, right, it's fucked up that you just put it all over. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that, but this is the reason why when I was a kid, this is how I felt. Like, you know, um, you know, basically, I understood the difference between, you understand, Pac was in the neighborhood, as I said, and going to different places, trying to, since giving speeches, trying to influence people to do better and better the neighborhood. Even though he was running with a lot of local, you know, knuckleheads and shit like that, I said, he knew he had a plan to use his words. I said that he could use it as a weapon, you know, like people do with governments, like politics, shit like that. Like he had a smarter plan, you know. Um, he had a talent. I said, instead of, you know, using his talent for something good, I said it was all about money, sex, drugs, and hoes. Like that's what it was about, you know, but he was a kid. 
Same thing. I don't blame. I don't blame the kid, but um, you know um, but that's what a lot of these. That's what it says about this new gener this new generation. You know, that's why they. That's why they think Pac sucks and they think Biggie's because it they, it makes it look like Pac wasn't the real one. I mean, once again, they both were Hollywood. You got to keep in mind, grain of salt. <laughs> keep in mind, grain of salt. You know, basically, you got to tell you what it is. Like, you know, they both these niggas are still Hollywood. They both they both sold out. Still, what it was, what it was. You know, um, the stories are different to me though. You know, um, and it's played differently in this generation. You know, it's a bunch of Tyreeks running around. You know, that's why it's so that's why Power is such a good show. You know, from the new generation because that's what it speaks for. It's a bunch of kids. Just like I said, when I was a kid and people grew around families and families was into that life and you know drugs and shit like that. Just like I said, I wasn't personally around them just like that. But if you know, you know. You know what I mean? You're not you're not you're not that oblivious. You know. um now you're going to this poor school. I said basically, uh, and you know, and you and you wearing diamond earrings, and <laughs> you know, you know, nigga wearing lacrosse shoes and, and Gucci, nigga, and you in high school, nigga, like you're not at a private school, like come on, nigga, some tell something, you know, uh, but whatever, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, but um, I didn't see that. Like it's say like it's a bunch of kids that. You know, um, I don't, I don't know. It's weird because they're smart, but it's like spiritually they're dumb. Like it's like there's no way when you think about selling drugs, like oh, this is gonna end out perfectly. Like you spiritually are fucked off. Like if that, if that's your mind frame, the thing. Oh yeah, you know, um. You know, once I get these rocks, you know, and sell them to people, you know, and get them hooked on my drugs, you know, everything's going to be great for me and my family. Like, you know how fucked up that sounds with <laughs> You know, and they don't think about it like that. But, it, you know, these people be selfish as fuck. You know, we just say rats are selfish. And I'm like, drug dealers are suggested selfish. Like, it's a selfish game. Like, there's no. That's what I say. It, the rules, it, narcissism, the, the rules of base, it's a demon. You know, the rules are based off stupidness. Like, it's selfish. It's selfish as fuck. You know, it's a selfish game. You know, um, everything about selling drugs is selfish as fuck. You know, um, everybody like I did. What I did everything I did, I had to do for my family. That, ain't that, I'm, I'm so tired of hearing that goddamn line. I'm so tired of hearing that goddamn line. You know, everything I did, I did for me and my family. No, you didn't. That's like saying every time I went to the corner store, I did it for me and my family. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same shit. That's the same shit as they're saying that. No, you didn't, bro. Shut up. Nah, you did that shit for you. You wanted to have some type of legacy to make yourself seem like you've dodged in life. Then you realize the consequences that you had. I said, instead of taking accountability for the shit that you had, I said, now you're using them as a scapegoat. I said, to make it seem like you was doing it out of charitable act, and it was not. You don't kill. You don't destroy communities. I said, for the for the happiness of a family. That does not make sense. I'm going to destroy 10 other families, I said, to make my family happy. Like, no. <laughs> no, that does not, that does not add up. You know, um, and the shit crazy, man. These, 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 these kids, you know, um, I seen one dude, because uh, one dude was getting mad. And I think black people be confused about this shit. Like, that's what I said, black people, that's what I said, black people just want to win. 
You know, that's why I really feel like that. I feel like Negro men and women have been down for so long. We just want a win. You know, you want a, they want a hero story. You know, just to hear somebody black has succeeded in something. That's it. Like, that's all they care about. That's all they want to hear. A lot of these people, do. they don't they don't care about who these people are connected with. They don't care about the harm that they caused, like the destruction that they didn't cause. You know, um, I care about shit like that. I care about like we're on the same team spiritually. I don't give a fuck about all that. All that because that, I call it once again. I call it success. You know, just like I said, the only way you gonna make a lot of money in America like that, I said, is to profit off people's pain and ignorance. Period. Either, either it's gonna be it helps with it helps with the genocide of one of your own race or somebody else's. <laughs> or everybody else is oblivious about what's really going on behind the scenes. You're making it look like this, which is usually religion, but you're making it look like this thing, look looking like this, but really you got your own personal agenda going on behind the scenes. And that's typically what's usually happening in America. I said when somebody has a lot of money, it's not for the people. You know, because if it was for the people, I said it would be it'd be evenly distributed for the people. You know, um, I'm just being honest. You just you wouldn't care that much, or it would go directly into that really that society of what you're trying to build for everything. Like you wouldn't be in you wouldn't be in Benzes and Lexuses, and you know, like you know, it, it doesn't make sense. You know, um, but anyway, um, I was seeing um, you know, because one dude that was doing the breakdowns between um. And I posted to him. I said, like, you know, a damn shame, you know, basically. And it's a, the reason why I say it's a damn shame is because no matter how much you, how much, how much of that lifestyle you got, I'm talking about if you in Hollywood, drug dealing, you know, um, I'm talking about any illegal crime type shit, you know, that you're dealing with, um, and people that you're dealing with in that type of situation, like, um, this shit don't never last as long as the consequence that you get, you know, for the shit that you're doing. You know, these niggas be one to stunt and they get about like a five to ten year rant. And that's even if the most they even get that. Some of these local heads don't even don't even really don't even get the experience to even shine that most of the, you know, rappers get the at least the popularity they get to have. Like, um, you got the knuckleheads in the street, you know, basically. Because the difference is these days, I don't really feel like. You know, when, when Jay Z said, uh, I keep trying to tell you I'm not a rapper, I, I think he was more talking like. I don't know. He's more like a higher demonic level to me. I just feel like he's, I, he's just a different demon to me. I think by the time he finally started trying to do the rap thing, you know, his inner workings were already too far in. You know, by the time he reached it, he was probably already like an OG pretty much in that Satan world. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, his was a little bit different to say that, none the least. But I feel like with these new kids, I really feel like rap is just another just random hustle you know it's not really like a real career or job like you know a lot of the people back in the day in the 90s when we were listening to people like they were looking for rap to you know escape the streets you know basically and you know you know make it big for the family and start understanding that it was actually a job and a career that they actually can make money off and they can get out of the streets you know basically like these kids, I don't think, really are wanting to get out the street. I think they're really in the streets. That's why I think you keep hearing all these rappers 
You said these rappers we don't know. They just keep coming up with different names. So just such as rappers involved drug thing. I was like, I don't really think he's a rapper. I really think a lot of these people are trying to be drug kingpins through record labels. I'm just being honest. I don't really think they're really rappers. Because <laughs> these days you don't have to say nothing. Like once you start being able to say y'all, 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 like that little yachting them shit. And once you able to start doing shit like that on records. Nobody needs to have any talent to be a, 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 on a record. Like anybody can be a rapper, you know. Basically, so it, you obviously, you know, it's based off something more deeper than that because, you know, um, they mean that shit. Like when these young kids be talking about, um, like when, like when Yadi said, "Nah, it's not relevant." I know a lot of people get mad as old heads and lyrical about it. When he said it, the influence with these little kids, like, I didn't really understand what drill rap was. I keep hearing drill rap. I was like, what's drill rap? I was like, what is this? I don't get it. Then when he finally said it in the video, they like, you know, they go on drills. I said, I said, oh, they hitting licks. <laughs> it's a drill. It's called a drill. I'm like, oh, that's what it is. I'm like, because I'm like, you know, uh, I'm not. I wasn't getting it. I was like, "What drill rap?" I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand why it's called that. Like, uh, I don't get the like. I don't get these new niggas. Like, I, I really, I, I really don't. Like, I, I really, feel, and, it's, and it's scary because it's so fast. Like, cause I'm only in my thirty. I'm like, I'm only in my thirties, man. It's just like it's, been, it's, been, it's like it's been such a disconnect. <laughs> you know, between this and this, this new youth, like the way they think, like this new youth is just all about. The turn up, like you know, and it's even worse because I saw I decided this from my generation down. You know, um, it's so bad that I, my generation down has influenced the people that's above me. You know, um, these older people are trying to relate so much to the younger people that they're losing themselves. You know, that's the fun, that's the crazy part. You got sixty year old grandmas sitting on TikTok and you know on social media shaking ass like. They lost. Like I'm like I'm like somebody has to be able to people that has to show some type of respect and dignity to show these kids, hey, this is not right. We don't need to be doing that. And it's such a small few people that's trying to do that. It ain't. It's a large group, but it's a small amount compared to the multiple numbers, you know, that you're going against. As for the machine, you know, um, you know, you got grown ass women as mothers. I said, you know, don't mind um showing prints of they of they vagina of they pussy. I just say what it is. I'm on the micro slice. You know, um, you know, bitches walking out don't even have no clothes on. It don't even matter. Titties just out. You know, ass just out. Like, there's no examples no more. Like, for, for, the, I feel sorry for a lot of the you. And I feel like it's going to be a funny evolution that's coming up because I think it's going to be a big split between that little group. You know, that's coming up with these new kids. Either they gonna get it or they not. It's gonna be they gonna be some hard ass motherfuckers, hard hard headed ass motherfuckers that just bad as hell. Or you gonna get some people that's gonna um completely just do not like their generation. Um Our generation just did it's just it just did and I don't once again just like I said, I don't know if it's always been like this because maybe it's just seen more because it's on social media. Just like I say, I didn't see this. I I had aunties like this, you know. <laughs> we skipped away, you know, from a lot of shit like like this, you know, basically it just it's 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 a shocker to see it now. Cause I, I just do not think it was just so 
I thought it, I think it happened because, you know, the Freak Nick and, you know, the 70s, you know, you had, you know, the Coke era, you know, you had people with the heroin era back in the 60s. And, you know, it happened. I'm not saying it didn't happen with people. It's just, you know, it's, you know, it's, 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 prostitutes always existed. You know, this is this, not nothing new under the sun, you know, so I'm not going to make it play it like, oh, you know, just because we're in this generation, like there's never been nothing bad. You know, I'm not going to say that. You know, um, I just think it's more intensified now. You know, um, you might say that overseas, but in America, I say you weren't used to seeing so many children walking around with guns. Like, I've I, I seen a story in Chicago where they said they just went up to the church, you know, and because um, it was one of the rappers. I said one of their friends that was outside, you know, basically, and they shot up the thing. And the dude was getting mad. You know, um, you know, one of the dudes in comments and I'm telling said to the dudes, like, you need to build a new content, you part of the problem. And I was like, I get what you're trying to say, because look, he's having a breakdown and helping the cops, but the problem is, I think his content is coming from public records. Because <laughs> I don't think he was hanging around them, but I said, he probably know all this shit because of public records, I said, of what everybody else has said. I said, in the song. Like, you can't get mad at a nigga breaking down something that everybody else is saying in their song. Like, these niggas are telling on themselves, like, you know, it's like, like you can't. I don't know. Like they, they tell on them songs. Like they, they put their own pieces together. You would never know if these niggas never talked about it. But these niggas always keep talking and keep showing guns in front and flashing like the shit is cool. I said to um be unnecessary murderers. Like I mean, like um, and that and that's a different type of life. It's a different type of war zone. Once again. Once again, it's a demon. It's based off narcissistic rules. <laughs> you know, everybody else is destroying everybody else. And then when somebody, when an accident happens to somebody else, somebody else got to pay for it. You know, it's just how it happens. You know, that's how the drug game usually is. You know, um, I'm selling drugs on this corner. I'm destroying this corner. So don't come on my side. You came on my side. Oh, you helped destroy my corner. <laughs> now I got to kill some more extra people to make an example that we own this corner that we literally have no paperwork on. I said, that's how it be. Like, it's, it's, it's weird. It's dumb. But it, I mean, it, that's just how it is. It's that, that's that tree life, bro. Like, you know, um, you know, he snitched on us, but yet you paying the cops under the table, yet you have dirty cops that you work with, but yet you're not snitching, but yet they know you're in the workers of your business, but yet they're dirty, so it's not the same thing. It's all narcissism. Like everything about this everything about the life and the world of that is all based on bullshit. Like it's all a whole bullshit game. You know, it's a bullshit game. It's like it's like the ratchet monopoly. That's what it's like. That's why you know, I look at drug like like the ratchet monopoly. The shit's the shit's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, dude. It's a ridiculous, it's a ridiculous game. It's it's a ridiculous game. I would I wouldn't want to work for a group of people. I said when I never know when I'm gonna die. Like I'd like, you know, um, somebody get tipped off and a drug deal go wrong. I said now five of the people that gotta die that was supposed to be part of the drug deal because somebody else got tipped off because the boss didn't know who was snitching in the crew. And like the shit, the shit is crazy. Like the shit is insane. Like you know, I wouldn't want to live like that. You know, um. No matter how people try to flash or try to flunt money like that and try to, I'm not one. It's no fun if I'm, I'm scared that I'm gonna die every fucking day. You know, those people that they have a a rush. You know, that's their addiction. Like they, they, some people have an addiction to that shit. You know, um, 
that Russia, you know, you might die tomorrow and shit like that. Like, some people have a rush off that shit. You know, um, I do. I think I think some people have, some people have a rush off to that shit into that rush die. When you get time to actually sit the fuck down, when you're forced to sit the fuck down, rather it's by injury, medically, or it's by actually going to prison. Once you actually have to sit down, you have time to contemplate where you can't be a live wire and move around. You know, um, even in prison, even live wire is probably in that. Once again, most of the time they've locked up 23 hours. You know, basically, so I'm like, you have nothing but time to think. Especially if they put you in that bitch by yourself. You know, uh, it's like my lawyer said, you know, he's in there, he did some push-ups, you know, thinking about me, some people. You know, you've been there a couple, few hours, then about a third hour, like, guard, please, like, please. <laughs> they cry like a little bitch. You just, cause it's different. I, I, I really feel like that. Like, I feel like if you really want to rehabilitate a lot of these criminals, like basically put the motherfuckers in the cell by themselves. Like you keep they and they want the system to keep going. I think that's why they do that. Like because why would you want them in a community where they all talking to themselves and ganged up? Why wouldn't you want them isolated from that type of gang life? I said because it's a it's a money game. It's a drug game. It's a money game. You know all these people are involved in the same activity. That's the the funny part about it. You know uh, even the wardens and stuff. You think about shit like that. You know, we run this prison. You know, we got this going on. I said, yeah, you working with the drug dealer, so you you a drug dealer. You know, if you've seen any profits from drug income, you're a fucking drug dealer. You know, uh, <laughs> hey, the shit that the, the whole game is corrupted. It's just a fucked up game. You know, it's a fucked up game that everybody knows who the drug dealers are. Like these things got pictures of. They do this. They do this. They do. This, they do this. Yeah, but we gotta prove it. Um. Uh, Okay, let me let me go. Let me do some entrapment. Let me go ahead and pretend like I'm one of them. Let me sell drugs for a little bit. Pretend like I'm part of the gang, and let's get everybody set up. Like it's a dirty fucking game. Like it's it's a dirty game. It's a ratchet monopoly, bro. It's like <laughs> it's a ratchet ass monopoly. You know, it just it's a dirty fucking game, bro. You know, I'm saying to myself the other day when I seen the story, uh, you know, the dude breaking down the story, and like, um, you know, they shot up like two or three people it's in front of the church you know i said at the funeral like, whenever you see whenever you're in a neighborhood with funerals and the church is getting shot at you need to fucking leave there, there's no hope in that city anymore i'm just being honest like you need to fucking leave like period you know um Now, Boo said that one of his things. I thought it was one of his hardest ones talking about, like, spraying up the grandma's house. But I was like, God damn. You know, you think about that man in real life. you like, not to pick on him. It's just, it's just it's, it's a very old lyric. But I'm just saying, like, um, when that, when that, when shit like that is happening, you know, you got to a point to where somebody had sprayed up your grandma's house. <laughs> you bro you doing too much you doing too much bro like nothing in life should be required to where you should be having to lose family members I said because of you doing illegal activity and that's part of that life like that's how you that's what I mean by you're doing too much you know um you know you got some selfish ass kids bro Hey, you got some selfish ass kids, bro. Selfish ass kids. Like I'm like, 
a lot of these niggas do it, be doing a lot of this shit like that gangs have a lot of times feel like people doing that shit don't even have to do it they just doing it and I, I'm talking about I'm talking about the kids that's, that's in the hood I'm talking about and the ones that, that that's in, not in, in not in poverty you know a lot of times that's, nigga, that's, hey, that's just something you just doing you know um but just like I say I said the wrong influence I think a lot of them just have the wrong influences around them you know, you got to know what's for you and what's not, you know. And sometimes people have to learn harder at an early age. It's like, it's like I say, I learned early at an early age. I got in trouble. I always got punished harder than others. You know, when I did something, when I was doing something that was out of pocket of who I am as a character, like, you know, you know. Yeah. I just wasn't meant to be in that lifestyle. I just, I don't feel like I was. Like, I feel like every time we got close to that, I was, I was removed. You know, quickly. You know, um, yeah. Yeah, I be feeling sorry for these new kids. I do. I feel sorry. I just, I just look and I just scroll. You know, I'm the ghost follower now. You know, on social media. So it's funny. Like I just scroll. I just look. I just pay attention to the parents and their mentality. And I just be looking for the kids. I be like, dude, y'all. You know, you got kids like six years old, five years old, throwing up gang signs, knowing damn well y'all not gang banging. <laughs> you know, damn well y'all not gang banging. You know, um, like James, they just having fun. They just it, it, to a, to a certain extent, like you gotta understand the influence that you putting on them. Like, um, all the way from that that parent that want the kid to cuss at an early age, um, they just bad influences, bro. Like it's bad influences, um. And that'd be up to a lot of these parents to keep their kids and send the protection instead of from, you know, being horny and bringing around their own dudes and bringing around all these bad spirits. You know, I mean, that's on you. Like, I mean, once again, that's, that's on you and how you influence the children. I just, I just be scared for the, I just be scared for them. <laughs> I'm serious. These new kids, it's a different generation, bro. It's different. Like, I don't care what nobody say. It's different than when we grew up. Like, you have more access to a lot more shit. You know, um, it's way more easier to get guns. Um, it's, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a scarier, it's a scarier generation. It really is. All these new kids are very young. All they rap about is, is, is sipping lean, killing people. You know, uh, doing drugs like that's 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 all they rap about. No, um, then they come on, <laughs> they come on interviews and say like they just they, they try to be positive. You know, we try to uh, you know you don't have to stay dangerous if you're not involved in dangerous activity. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a bad message. You know, to teach to teach kids and said you don't have to stay dangerous if you're not in a dangerous, you know, environment. You know, um, and that's up to you to choose. Just keep yourself in there dangerous. If you know your environment dangerous, take your bitch ass in the house. Like I'm, I'm just being honest. That's how you survive. I'm just being honest. That's how you survive in situations like that. Not supposed to be on the corners hanging out with everybody else. Y'all don't want to know everybody in the neighborhood. I don't want to know Pookie Pest, the main drug dealer in the neighborhood. I don't want to know him. <laughs> I know. I'm not supposed to know him. You know, um, that's what keep me out the way. You know, um, like, oh, you scared. You scared. I was all in the parties. I'm, 
Then where did they get you? Like, I'm like, I'm like, what is there, what is there to brag about? Like, I mean, when it comes to that, like, you know, um, just like I said, I fought as much as the next guy I said, but I did it when I got to college, you know, where it was safe to do the shit. You know, even I still paid for the shit. I still, um, went to jail public intoxication. I followed, I had a case that followed me all the way from, just from, nigga, uh, sprinkles of weed. You know, they tried to give me a third degree felony. <laughs> possession <laughs> while I was in college you know this motherfucker tried to fuck me over like really you know I dealt with that shit for like five six years on my record you know um you know like this shit this ain't nothing ain't nothing cool about going to jail like ain't nothing about nothing about that process process you spreading them ain't nothing cool about none of that shit like, it's nothing cool about sitting in no damn them holding cell. Fortunately for me, I never had to even get moved to the, um, the actual back. I actually always got to sit in the holding cell. Yeah, I've been in the holding cell about three different times. There's nothing fun about that shit at all. Feels like time just slip away. Like, you're like, okay, what the fuck time is it, man? Like, what, what? Like, you're like, you don't know night and day. You know, um, the food is fucking, uh, me no piece of here. This shit nasty. <laughs> shit nasty for real. Like this shit. The milk was. Oh my gosh. I I don't even know if they like. I, I don't know if this shit came fresh. From, I don't even know if they pasteurized this nigga this milk or they just took the shit just straight from the cow and was like, here you motherfuckers, just take it. You know everything was about it. Like the sandwich. Uh, it was just. Uh, you know you done been in and out of group homes and shit like that when you when you can eat they like can I your sandwich like shit like that like you know niggas been been in some tough situations for that like all that shit was just nasty bro it was, it was just it was fucking nasty bro ain't nothing ain't nothing niggas getting hyped to stab each other and shit you gotta hide shit in your ass and. Ain't nothing cool about that shit, dude. <laughs> Ain't nothing cool about that shit, dude. Like, I just don't understand why they make that people be so hyped up about it. I'm like, and this got to be because they really don't think about the consequences. It got to be because a lot of these children don't think about the, you know. Um, and it's funny because some kids are really that stubborn. Like, they're like, I really want to be the hardest motherfucker, you know, that ever, um, that ever walked. You know, um, what makes the funny thing about that is they don't understand like with that consequence by that asking for that it's kind of like you act praying for patience but they doing it in a satanic way where it's like you praying for patience and you keep getting tested all the time that's what you pray for you pray for patience to practice on patience so you don't keep getting tested you don't keep getting annoying shit that keep happening in your life that make you more patient of a person you know you know, most a lot of women probably pray for patience. I said when they had their kids, <laughs> and don't know why their kids get mad they be tired. I be like, y'all, that's what you pray for. You pray to learn patience. You know, but um, you know, that's what I think. That's what I think. I don't know. I don't know. You actually to be the toughest nigga in the world. That mean okay, so you about to meet a lot of the toughest motherfuckers in the world. You know, you about to go get some the hard challenges. Okay, Kratos. <laughs> okay, you know, um, you know, you know. I think that all comes with wisdom, though. That's why I say, like, when I was a kid, that's what I said. I really liked reading like proverbs and shit like that. Like, I liked, I liked wisdom at an early age. I liked listening to my elderly people. You know. um I just was an old soul. I don't know. I don't know why I was built like this, but I was just an old soul. 
Always. I've always been an old soul. You know, um, don't get me wrong. I've, I've not always made great decisions. Like I've always been, I've been a kid before. You know, <laughs> been mischievous. I've been a kid. I've made mistakes. A lot of, them. you know, um, to this day still. You know, but um, I don't know, dude. I don't. It's hard to really look at the elderly like that because they don't want to be considered old. You know, and the and the grandmas are forty. You know, um. <laughs> it's, it's 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 not the same. Like it's it's not the same. Like you know, um, you know, I had like a lot of people in their fifties and sixties that was you know in the church. You know, basically it's the people like that. Not that they, I'm talking about like behind the scenes. I'm not talking about like I'm talking about me taking car rides with them, like and having personal talks. And you know, like them actually talking to me like a regular human being. You know, not that Google guy guy shit. Like you know, I actually was having real conversations. You know, and this is even with my dad, this is with my uncle, you know, um, and we were having real conversations about life, not, you know, not we in the car listening to fucking, um, Yo Gotti and fucking, uh, Gucci Mane and, like, I, like, it wouldn't even make sense, like, in the car, in the car scene, like, it wasn't nothing like that, like, you know, I wouldn't listen, listen to, like, shit like that with my influences that was around, like, you know, uh, everybody just don't blame the music, nope. I'm not, <coughs> Not blaming the the music. It's a bunch of things that that causes variables variables in his influence. I'm just saying the um the village now is tainted. Just a very tainted. Like even being my dad, like him not um you know being like my life as much. Even when he picked us up, and we got donuts. Like you know, like still like everybody because he wasn't hood. He wasn't a real nigga. And I'm like, what's a real nigga? You know, like um. Like ignorant motherfucker that come up blasting music that want to be seen by everybody, you know, out, you know, hair a fucking mess. Um, it's ain't tops and flip flops and you know, like niggas, like that's what people define as a real nigga and a real ignorant motherfucker. Like I call a nigga an ignorant motherfucker. Like it's, it's niggas in every race. There's hoodlums, there's thugs in every fucking race. Like, you know, people define it as for, you know, we got called that because of slavery, like itself. But I'm talking about this new generation. Oh, because we're all slaves now. Like, but this new generation, um, you know, there's niggas in every race. You know, there's ignorant motherfuckers in every race. Everybody, it's, it's always some people in each race. Like, I'm ashamed of them. You know, basically, like, like it's always some youth, you know, or something like that. It's like that. It's just, you know, of course, black people like to be the loudest. You know, we got the most possess you know we make the shit look cool being ignorant as fuck you know loud you know messy drama you know shit like that you know uh, which is really funny that says something really inter- interesting about us because even in our worst points we still look cool <laughs> That's the that's the weird part, you know. That's the flip part about the the black society. That's the funny part about being accepted as as being real, you know. Basically, because it's like you have to be. They want you to be. It's a flip, you know. The ones that's like educated, you know, are those. um, And it's it's a flip with that too. I think it's a certain degree because, you know, when you look at the educated people, you know, they learn somebody else's um, system. Of thoughts and beliefs, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> so they learn somebody else's systematic practice, so it makes it feel like they're better than, 
you know, some really lit shit. You know, make them feel like they're better, you know, than the lower people. I said that didn't go to these prestigious schools. I said that white people didn't made, you know, <laughs> for their colleagues. You know, they picked their chosen niggas. You know, that they want, you know, basically to, to succeed. You know, um, You know, and then there's the ignorant side, you know, of it. The motherfuckers that don't want to grow. You know, they want to stay in the hood, eat cheap food. You know, they, uh, you know, blasting loud music. I said, stand around areas and say where it's complete violence and genocide. You know, um, and they look at you as being uppity. You know, for those that do want better. You know, so, and the people that's in between is stuck in between. Like, you know, like I'll be an in between type person. Like, just though you go into college, you get. Got educated, yeah, but I didn't go to no private schools. I said maybe when I was in elementary, you know, before it's our head start, you know. But I'm talking about like ask about regular public schools, just regular growing up in, in school, and then going. I went to Samuel State. Samuel State has, has improved dramatically, you know, from when I was, you know, first started going there. You know, um, even though criminal justice we was already ranked in the top fifty, you know, but um, nationally, but um. Nah, but, um, you know, I'll say I'm in between because, one, I walked, but I didn't never receive the document. Now, so technically, on record, technically, I didn't graduate. You know, um, you know, I'm not part of the rich, prestigious society. I wouldn't even understand. Well, I, I would get them, but I don't. I could be able to keep up with the conversation, but I said, as for them, that thought process, I, I don't, I, I don't follow with them. You know, that, that part of that, part of that prestigious society feels like, you know, they really feel like they really just that good. You know, and some of them, a majority, a lot of them got lucky. Well, I'll put it like this. A minority of, of that few group that's prestigious got lucky. You know, they have to be the right place, right time, know the right person, and they happen to get on at the right job. You know, um, <clears throat> not because they were just so smart and so intelligent. The other, the other majority group of those prestigious people that feel like they're better than the, the lower blacks, you know, um, you know what I call team niggas. Success. These are people that's part of gangs, groups, organizations, teams. You know, um, you know they kissed they ass, they kissed and fucked their ass to the top. You know, uh, <laughs> however they did it, rather it been a homosexual way, you know, um, or it's been played up political stance. That's another thing. Like, you know, the LGBT community, because they got so much of a force behind the scenes that a lot of people don't see this underworld, you know, of a lot of gay people. I say they have a lot of positions of power to hire a lot of people, you know. Um, just is what it is. You know, it is what it is, you know, but, um. But you know, I do feel I feel do feel scared for the new generation. I do. I'm not gonna lie. I feel scared for the new generation. I do. I'm like it's it's. Oof. I feel sorry for them. Like you know, I I I really do. You know. Uh, Oh, I forgot to throw in Louisiana in there. <laughs> forgot to throw them in there. Like, uh, that's why they always got that chip on their shoulder against everybody else. It's always them against the world. You know, I just don't feel like it's nothing that I don't. 
I don't. I don't feel like there's nothing down there. You know, um, I'm just, I, I like that's funny when he said that. Um, you know, I used to tell one of my wives, I'm like, "Hey, Louisiana kids, you're like, what that mean?" You know, because some people have this this good idea, this a good idea. You know that um, all kids are the same. You know, uh, it just it's a different spirit in certain areas that you grow up. Like, and I was a Louisiana kid, but you know, I didn't stay. You know, but it, it's different. Like in certain areas, some areas kids grow up faster than others. You know, um, I give Boosie credit on that one because he's right. Like you, like you been like fifteen, sixteen. He's like you been twenty two, twenty three. Like for it's different. Like they see stuff at a very early age. Like it's not too much that's really hidden. You know, it's a lot that's shown very early. You know, um, in the poverty-stricken areas, like violence is, is nothing new. You know, it's common. You know, um, actually celebrate it. <laughs> you know, all that shit, the ratchet shit, the drinking, all that shit. That's just celebrated at a very early age. You know, um. It's a lot of poverty stricken areas like that. Just like I said, I think it's the same way in Chicago. I feel like it's the same way in New York. I said I think it's the same way in um you know, Cali. I could be missing a lot of hoods in different areas. I never been to like Ohio and shit like that because I know they got hoods out there. They got hoods everywhere. You know. Shit, I didn't find out until I was an adult that Gary, Indiana was a hood. <laughs> the Jackson family was it. I, I didn't know that was the hood, you know, when I was a kid. You know, at all. But um I don't know. I, the dude, I, I feel like it's different, bro. It's different. It ain't just, it ain't just no scrapping. Like, now, it's just, they, nigga, shoot. Like, it's so easy for these new kids to lose their life. Like, so easy, bro. And a lot of these parents not teaching them preventative measures to keep their ass away from shit like that. You know, it's so celebrated. So you listen to all this this violent music, so celebrated. Like, you know, somebody offends you, you know, you got to make sure, you know, you be able to protect yourself. Like, nigga, you need to know when to get the fuck out of areas when you need to get the fuck out of here. You need to be able to understand danger. Be circumspect. <laughs> That's one thing as growing up in a cost that I was taught, you know, very early about being circumspect. Like, you know, that's one thing my mom was very, you know, hard on us about. You know, I, I'm very good at spotting danger. I'd be like, uh, that's no. <laughs> you know, and people think it's cowardly, but there's different ways of being safe. Like everybody thinks that's why a lot of women they be like looking for a protector. Y'all looking for gangsters, but the problem is you look at what, what's the what's the funny the narcissist thought about this is you looking for a guy that causes trouble and is able to defend the home from the trouble he caused that's the people that y'all be looking for protectors you really looking at the gangsters like oh these niggas really can fight regular average men I said that's not living a dangerous and gangster life don't get approached with that much confrontation on the regular <laughs> I'm just being high that's not what your normal daily basis not when you're grown men most grown men just want to chill and relax you know, the only time you're dealing with situations like that from shit that you cause. You don't get random niggas that want three niggas at your house and shooting up your house. That don't randomly just happen. <laughs> Tired of people thinking that. That don't just randomly happen. These, these trash situations don't just happen, you know, from nowhere. You know, a lot of times a lot of people get shot because they're not circumspect. I just feel like a lot of these kids get shot at these schools they do not be circumspect to just recognize, like, you know, um, mm-hmm. 
No. So like anybody can be guilty. Anybody can get caught up in it. I, don't get me wrong. Just like anybody can get caught up in the bank robbery. I just, I just think when you're more spiritually in tune with Yahweh, it just, it, it, I, I just think he guides you, man. It's, it's something that happens. You're like, what you mean? The bus broke down that day. We weren't able to go to school. Uh, my mom was at work. So I had to call him from school that day. Shit like that happens. And then you find out, like, the next day, you're like, oh, oh, oh they, they, they got shot. You're like, oh, shit. Like, that's what happens. Like, that's how it always been all my life. Like, you know, in situations that have been around, surrounded around me, like, dangerous situations. Like, you know, um, it just, it just is what it is, bro. It just, it just is what it is. I, I don't know. I feel sorry for him, though. I do. I feel sorry for the New Year's. <laughs> I do. It's a sad generation, man. Sad generation. No. Bunch of John Morants. <laughs> Bunch of John Morants, man. No. But, whatever. You know, that's on them. That's on the influence. Just like I say, Yahweh tells me. I say, I only can worry about myself. You know, um, I'm just selfish. Yes, to a certain degree. I mean, I don't even have so much control. I can't, I can't, I can't choose what other grown people want to do, you know. And basically, what these kids used to grow up as, I'm like, that's not my job, you know. All I can see is just see and report, you know. Um, yeah, you know, that's my spiel for today. That's my spiel for today. You know, it's your bonus episode. Uh, let's do this right. Uh, thank you to my father, the King of Kings, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and last. Uh, thank you for giving my gifts. Uh, thank you, uh, uh, yeah, mean Yahweh. <laughs> be my big brother, die for my sins, be my best friend. Um, thank you, Speaker, for letting me have a podcast. Thank you, Apple. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, iHeart. Thank you, Google Podcast. Thank you, VSL. Uh, Anybody else that distributes my show through that network, I really appreciate it. Anybody that's an avid listener, listen to me, or somebody that just listened for the first time, I really appreciate you for giving the show a try or listening to it. Um, thank you for anybody that um, listens domestic or foreign or downloads the show. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Love y'all. I'm out. Slap. <laughs>